0: Thank you, musicians. <clears throat> Thank you, Scott Dean. You're a genius. Um, yeah. <laughs> Choir, you guys are so wonderful. And one person you don't see but who contributes a lot to these events, and that's the person who makes the images, Nathan Dean, back up there in the booth. So. Please pray with me. (laughs) Lord, thank you for the wonderful gift of music that you have given us. And Lord, thank you for this choir, for the musicians here, Lord, and thank you for the hope that you communicate through the medium of music. Lord, we are grateful for the hope that you bring in the person of Jesus. We pray this in his name. Amen. The music you just heard, as I said at the beginning, is really about two things. It's about the damage that sin and injustice and oppression and war can do. But it's also about the power of God to heal and mend and restore what has been damaged and what has been broken. God is the original extreme home makeover guy. That's what he does. He makes all things new. And today is the one-year anniversary of the Ripple Effect campaign. And I think it's fitting that we sang this piece here That talks so much about the damage of sin and war and and oppression on that anniversary. And I want to take just a moment to talk about how the Ripple Effect, how this church, how you guys are part of God's home makeover, the part of what God is doing in the world to make things right. For those of you who don't know, the Ripple Effect is our three-year capital campaign to do three things, replace our aging education building up the hill with a larger, safer facility where our children and youth can learn about Jesus. To start the Jubilee Reach Center in East Bellevue that will provide services for low-income families like ESL and before-school programs to help lift those people out of poverty. And then to build a street kid center in Rwanda that will take a couple hundred kids a year off the streets, give them job skills, and get them into a job. And also to help children in southern Sudan. Three projects all done in the name of Jesus so that people don't just get help because that's good, but better yet is to get help and know that there is a God out there who loves you enough to die for you. And last year, all of you were very generous and you made pledges that exceeded our goal. Not only that, but you're actually paying those pledges off, which is even better. Yeah, I I applaud that every time that happens. And what I want you to know is the music you just heard talks about a world of sin and injustice and oppression. But you are making a difference. You are part of God's hope that pushes back against all of those things, as that last movement of the piece talks about, all those wonderful scripture verses of the ways that God is going to make this world new. And you are part of that through the ripple effect, part of God's divine makeover. Last year, all of you threw a big stone into the pond, and it has been sending out ripples ever since. And I just want to catch you up on a couple of those. In Rwanda, a country that knows very well what this music was about, a country torn by oppression, injustice, war, genocide... The cornerstone for the street kids' center has already been laid and construction is underway. And hundreds of kids a year literally will not die because of you. And people who live near that center know that it's being built. And that's given them strength to persevere a little while longer because they know that hope is coming. That's a ripple. The Jubilee Reach Center is up and running and serving 300 people a week. If you were here last week, you saw in the video you you heard a story about a little girl named Kara who came from a very rough home, and she never smiled. But a few weeks after being at the Jubilee Reach Center, Crossing Guard came down and said to the people there, I don't know what y'all are doing, but Kara's smiling again. That's a ripple. There's a man named Reuben who along with his family has taken ESL classes at the Jubilee Reach Center so that he can learn English and make it in this this culture. Reuben works all night on graveyard shifts. When he gets done, every day in the morning, he goes to the Jubilee Reach Center to help out there because he says it just feels like home. That's a ripple. I want to show you a picture. Looks like an ordinary poster, right? But if you look closely at that top line and read what it says, it says the city of Bellevue Parks Department, along with Jubilee Reach, are co-sponsoring an event. Excuse me? A secular city in the non-Bible Belt part of the country, partnering with a a, a church, a Christian organization to do something, that's a ripple. And now other churches are joining in at the center and they're giving money and they're sending volunteers, that's a ripple. And then there's the building up the hill. Right now we are working through the permitting process, which is an interesting process, I'm discovering. (laughs) Fascinating. I'm learning all about permitting processes. It's really very interesting. Things are going pretty well. We're on our way. It's a slow process, but we're moving. Just to update you a little bit on the building, because we exceeded our goal last year, we did expand the size a little, which just seems smart since we're the second largest Sunday school in the denomination. That, plus, as any of you who've done a remodel lately know, the prices of construction in Bellevue are going up, not down. So because of that, we did take out a little bit of debt to complete the project. That's all right. We always knew that debt would be a part of it. But because of you, that debt is very minimal. And what we do in that building is so important. A couple of Sundays ago, I I wasn't here preaching because I was up there all Sunday morning helping out in the Sunday school. Because that's how desperate we are for Sunday school teachers. (laughs) Bottom of the barrel, right? Maybe Dudley will do it. And I got to see firsthand what we do there and how important it is to tell our children about Jesus. The other day I was in the mall and I overheard two girls talking. And they're maybe 11, maybe 12 years old. And you know what they're talking about? Their diets. And they were already pretty thin. The word for that is oppression. Injustice. What kind of culture is it that we live in that teaches our youth that happiness is just one less pound away or one more purchase away? And in such an over-sexualized, materialistic culture, how are they going to know that their worth isn't in being thinner so that someone loves them? Or being the star athlete or getting better grades so they can go to an Ivy League school? We need to tell our children and youth about Jesus so that they can know that they are beautifully and wonderfully made in Him. And help them avoid the pitfalls of our culture and help them become fully alive in Christ. When we do that, and we do, that's a ripple. My five-year-old son has started to pray. For us, this isn't a ripple. This is a tidal wave. <laughs> because up until now, he's shown no spiritual interest whatsoever and said things like, Jesus, I don't like that man. And other things you don't want the pastor's kid to say, right? <laughs> now he's praying. He's praying. Thank you. That's a ripple. Thank you for making it possible to have a safe, large facility where he can learn about Jesus. Two of the people who are helping us with this building, our project manager and our land use advisor, are not Christians. But they become so engaged with what we're doing here. One of them is volunteering at the Jubilee Reach Center. The other is thinking about going to Rwanda. That's a ripple. Here a ripple. There a ripple. Everywhere a ripple ripple. Thank you. That's the main message I want to give today. To those of you who are giving to this campaign, thank you so much. You're making a difference. Now, for those of you who weren't here a year ago, or maybe it wasn't right for you then to be part of this campaign, I'd like to invite you to start giving to it now. There are two years left in the campaign. In a minute, the choir is going to sing again, and you'll have some time to fill out a commitment card. There are some in the friendship pad, some in the back. Uh, we mailed some to you. Or you can fill one out later this week and drop it off. All of the extra money will go across the three projects so that we can do more to help children and youth in Africa and our community and provide as much space as possible for our children here and take out less debt. But the real reason I'm inviting you to give, if you're not already given, and this is honest, this is not spin control, the real reason I'm inviting you is so that when you hear the stories of lives changed, when you see the video like you saw last week of the things that God is doing through this project as your pastor... Honestly, I want you to be able to say, I'm a part of that, because that's a pretty good feeling. Size of gift doesn't matter, but participation does. It is a big way to make a difference together. In fact, my wife and I believe in this so much, and we see the need so clearly, we've decided to increase our pledge for the next two years. Some of you may feel led to do that too. That's great if you do. But the main thing I want to say today is, thank you. Thank you for being so generous. And the other thing I want to say is thank you to Jesus. This is all his doing. He's behind all of this. He's the one who has blessed us with what what we have. And he's the one who's using this to change lives in our church, in our community, around the world, in Africa. But mostly change those of us who are part of this campaign. All last year you heard me say, God doesn't use us to get projects done. He uses projects to get us done. And this ripple effect campaign has helped a lot of us get done. One of the services that we provide at the Jubilee Reach Center is a dental van that, uh, for children whose parents can't afford a dentist. And there's a man in our congregation who is a retired dentist, and he cared so much about these little kids that he took the trouble to renew his license, which I understand is a pretty difficult thing to do. He had to take continuing ed courses and all kinds of stuff. But he did it because he wants to help these kids, and he gets so much joy out of serving them. I haven't seen it yet, but supposedly there's a picture of him with all of the kids he's helped smiling and they're showing their toothbrushes. (laughs) But I've been told that the biggest smile in the picture is his. The ripple effect is helping get this man done. And personally, for me, there have been fewer things in my life that have helped get me done more. Because for me, this, this felt like a pretty big, scary thing to do. Not just personally in terms of my own family's financial commitment but as the pastor of this church it felt like a very big kind of scary thing to do but the way it's all turned out the way god has worked through it the significance of this campaign has built my faith and has made my faith stronger he provided now he'll provide in the future in fact a while i was a while back i was feeling kind of stressed out about some things and at one point i said to my wife i i don't it doesn't feel like god is helping and she just kind of looked at me and she said ripple effect I think it was meant to be encouraging, but I think there was also kind of a little mild, gentle rebuke that I needed kind of mixed in there. God has been faithful, and I've seen that. Through the sacrifices my family has made, through your generosity, and through seeing lives changed in our church, community, and in Africa, God has used this campaign to mold my heart to be more like His. So the main thank you is to God. You know, one of the Cool stories that came out of this campaign was about a man from California whose church was about to do a capital campaign and he really didn't think they should and he didn't want any part of it and he didn't want to give anything or anything like that. Well, he was here a year ago today on our commitment Sunday and he was so moved by the experience that he went back home to California, signed up to lead the capital campaign And started talking to his church and trying to get them to start adding on to that campaign some things to take care of people outside the church like we're doing here. He said what kind of hooked him was the title, the ripple effect, the idea that one person, one church can make a big difference, have a positive ripple effect if they're just faithful. Okay, when folks start signing up to lead capital campaigns without being asked, you know God is on the move. That's not a normal thing, just FYI. And God is on the move in this church. And when God is on the move, wild stuff starts to happen. Folks come out of retirement to work again for God's kingdom. Secular cities start partnering with churches and treating churches with respect. Kids who've never smiled before, they start smiling. Kids who have been wrecked by our culture discover their worth in Jesus and, and know His joy. Kids in Africa who have nothing to look forward to but an early death suddenly have a future. And churches churches actually start working together so that instead of competing with each other, they complete each other. When God's on the move, all kinds of wild stuff starts to happen. So for those of you who are part of this effort, before you go to sleep tonight, I just want you to say this to yourself. God's on the move, and I'm a part of it. And then rest in this thought. Because of you, kids who are getting wrecked by our culture will be made whole in Christ. And families in poverty will be lifted out of poverty in the name of Jesus. And right now there are children in Africa who fully expect to be dead soon. And they are praying, maybe even right now as I'm speaking, they are praying and asking God to help. Before you go to sleep tonight, remind yourself of this. You are the answer to their prayer. You have already answered their prayer. That's a pretty good thought to go to sleep with. You know, I told God that I never wanted to be a pastor. He didn't listen to me. So then I told him that I never wanted to be a senior pastor. He didn't listen to me then either. So then I said, okay, Lord, but I never want to serve an ordinary church. I struck out on the first two, but the last pitch was a home run. You guys are not an ordinary church. You are difference makers. And when I am a very old man, long since retired and forgotten... I will still be saying, thank you, God. Thank you that out of all the pastors in this world, you are allowed a wretch like me to be part of your people at First Press Bellevue. You guys rock. And you're making a big difference for Jesus. Lord, thank you so much for this privilege that we get to be part of pushing back on war, injustice, poverty, oppression. Lord. In whatever ways you call us to do that, thank you that you call us to do that. Lord, we ask that you would take what we give, our time, our talents, our offerings, take them and use them to bring your kingdom of light. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. As the ushers come forward and as the choir sings, it invites you to just continue to worship by bringing God our offerings and our tithes. Some of you, if you're not part of the ripple effect, may want to take this opportunity as a chance to fill out a commitment card. That would be great too. But for all of us, let's continue to worship God by bringing him a portion of what he has given to us.